Autobots Transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Today it is episode 34 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Depth Charge. This episode was written by John Bates, Master John Bates. <laughs> and last time on Challenge of the GoBots, Leader One tried to root out a renegade spy by devising a plan that was not only pointless and ineffective, but also stupid. <laughs> and in this episode, a meteor swarm approaches the Earth. Yeah, they're falling to Earth, and hiding among them is an orange spaceship thing. Like so starfish. Yeah, we know what that is. And speaking of stars, I guess we're doing the intro to Star Tropics because <laughs> they fall past an island laboratory thing with a helicopter flying to it. Man, that game was fucking hard. It was. Games back in the day, games in the 80s, early 80s, late 70s were impossible. Yeah. Mid to late 80s were hard. And now there, you just can't die. The idea of three lives and you're dead, with the exception of indie games. Okay, you know what? Rant over. Here's what's happening. <laughs> We're on a tropical island. Um, and all the humans are in this observatory with an unnamed scientist, but like Newcastle, Matt, AJ, and Nick. Yep. And this astronomer tells them, like, this is the most dangerous meteor shower he's ever seen. And the general grabs the phone to get the missiles flying. But hold on. The Guardians are off to save the day. Yeah, they're flying command center, like, right into the meteor shower. And Leader One sends himself turbo and flip top out into the shower to just basically play asteroids. <laughs> yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, and at one point, Turbo puts his hands up to his mouth and yells, good shooting, leader one, in space, because, yeah, anyway. Then the three have to stop this friggin' massive one, and Scooter picks up more of them headed for Maru Maru Island, I think he says? Yeah, he does, and this big asteroid then starts coming right at, uh, Flip Top stops it initially, and then I think Turbo comes in, but it's too big to blow up, so with leader one's help they basically deflect it with their blasters and it flies down towards earth and yeah we're on morrow morrow now and it's just these two kids who are about to go fishing and they see this meteor crash into the sea yeah and they comment on all the shooting stars lately and have their bad omens so yep we're playing star tropics like eh? no really play the first five minutes of that game and tell me i'm wrong anyway uh, these kids their names are wokey and katu and i guess the brothers we find out later and they serve absolutely no purpose in this episode really and then one final meteor crashes into the ocean and the water starts to glow Ooh, and then it sinks down to the ocean floor and yeah it's that starship starfish uh, shaped ufo and apparently it's a fortress that the renegades are going to expand and build upon and um we go down to the fortress and psykill sends a new go and tonight it's brand new cobot it's brand new renegade it's water kids are float playing kids love planes so buy this toy for your kids and i can get the bonus and water walk into the bank eh? Eh? Uh, well how about you uh, Lou? Uh, oh, this bit again uh, yeah it's a new renegade it is named he is named water walk well, i don't know his pronoun but uh, their pronoun. Oh, listen to how unwoke I am. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Psykill sends them um, up to the surface to scout out for a, basically, well, we don't know what yet. But then we go to those kids and they see a giant tanker ship floating by. Yep. And they wave to the boat and the guy on the boat waves back and they're all like, hey, how'd you get in your boat? But <laughs> then the sailor on the ship sees something happening in the water and he's all, what in Neptune's name is that? And he runs to the captain who is Sean Connery. Well, he doesn't have the voice, but it's exactly the captain from the Hunt for Red October. Oh, yep. So they send out, I guess they send out a distress call because we then go to Matt, who's in this tropical island yep, still. Back at Dr. J's laboratory. 
Yeah, <laughs> and he's now dressed like a stevedore. And yes. well, later on, I have questions about Nick's outfit. But uh, Mac <laughs> gets a distress call from this ship, and Leader One says, "All right, Guardians, uh, we're heading out for the to solve this," and they they fly off. And at this freighter they're flying to, it suddenly gets sucked into the ocean while Wookiee and Katu watch, and it's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it spins Down around it like a whirlpool. And, of course, the second it's gone, the Guardians show up, and they're <laughs> yes. like, hey, where is it? And uh, Flip Top even does a sonar scan, but he can't find it because this base underwater that the Renegades are using has its own stealth device. Yes, it does. And so uh, Turbo's like, well, let's check with the kids in that canoe. And I thought it'd be funny if Leader One just went over, grabbed him, was like, all right, fuckers, what did you do with the ship? <laughs> where, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so the kids basically say, here's exactly what happened. Um, and yeah, we funny go, you should ask. <laughs> yeah, funny you should ask. Uh, so we then go underwater and the starfish base uh, pulls the ship down, encased in a bubble, into its own forest field. And Psykill and the other two renegades come out and say, hey, congratulations, we've captured you. You're going to be slave labor to help us build our fortress. Yep. And the captain basically tells him, go fuck himself. But then Crasher literally rocks the boat and uh, they're like, oh, the Guardians will get you. And Psykill's like, in three days, there will be no Guardians and commercial break. When we come back, Psykill sends Waterwalk out to find some vanadium? Vanadium? What did he say? Vanadium, yeah. God damn, is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, vanadium, yeah. It's a, it's, it's like it kind of like zinc. They use it to coat metal so they don't rust. That, that kind of a thing. Like it's unscrewed. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought we were going for another unobtainium made up. Th- anyway, uh, he, he sends Waterwalk out to find more of this stuff, and Leader One then uh, tells Newcastle. He thinks the renegades are behind this and they probably arrive via the meteor shower and they're the ones that stole that tanker ship. And what the fuck is Nick wearing? Because <laughs> he's got like the little orange ascot that he like stole from Freddy from Scooby-Doo. Very tasteful. But he's got like the same kind of hat on. Well, they all, well, it's not, well, it's not the same hat. AJ has the same kind of hat as Matt, except it's red. But it's like. Yeah, they both have like stevedore like caps. Stetson kind no, of thing. No, it's not even that. It's like a sun hat, like one <laughs> of those floppy sun hats. And then the kerchief. And then he's wearing like a blue jumpsuit and he just looks it's a fashion crime is what it is <laughs> anyway leader one has a dive dive beam in because they're dealing with something underwater and that's about the only sensical thing sensible thing that he does in this episode they're gonna bring in the undersea specialists and yeah they'd beam him in, in the dive dive you know he's glad to be of use again but it'd be funny if leader one immediately said all right dive dive go get the undersea specialist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back with Jacques Cousteau or something. Anyway. Or, or Heat Seeker, like some airplane. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all the Guardians then head out. They're going to, I guess they're all escorting different ships. Dive Dive converts, goes into the water. Um, the, the other ones fly off. Leader One and Matt go off. And then um, Flip Top is escorting uh, the SS Vega, we find out. Yeah, and uh, Waterwalk is also watching that because lo and behold, it's carrying vanadium. Thank you. Uh, he tells Psykill, hey, it's got GoBot uh, Escort. And Psykill's like, that one I am not worried that, attack that anyway mosquito of a gobot <laughs> so it's worth noting there's been a couple gobots that they the other Ren- like the renegades have been like oh this one oh like oh scooter or oh foot top and dive dive was the other one where yeah. they just completely dismissed them so are, are they like we already know scooter's a shitty gobot <laughs> Is Dive Dive and Flip Top, are they also shitty GoBots? Because I remember Cycle's like, oh, they finally found a use for that fucking bucket of tin Dive yeah, Dive. Like, exactly. Even he was glad they found a use for him. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick and AJ, they pick up Waterwalk in the radar, and leader, Newcastle warns Leader 1, so everybody starts to converge on the SS Vega. Yeah, they're going to check it out, and then it shows the kids in their canoe again, and I thought, geez, even these guys are getting involved, <laughs> they're coming to help, but no, they're... 
They're just there. Although it's the same shot. They're, you know, they don't wave this time, but they're watching the, the tanker from far away. Um, but they see Waterwalk. He flies right overhead and Flip Top uh, starts to engage. Yeah, Flip Top goes after him, but I guess Waterwalk is also smokescreen and he covers Flip Top in a cloud of smoke. But then while he's hovering pointed straight up, Flip Top blows the smoke away. And that means it's time for another episode of the podcast within the podcast, the Water Walk Sucks and Smokescreen Sucks podcast. In this episode of the Water Walk Sucks and Smokescreen Sucks podcast, Water Walk sucks because he fires smoke at a helicopter, a vehicle that moves by blowing around air. He's a giant fan. Go blow smoke at your fan and see how that turns out. And this has been another episode of the Water Walk Sucks and Smokescreen Sucks podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Flip Top blows all the smoke, and, but then he doesn't find Waterwalk, so I guess it kind of did work out, and Waterwalk strafes him from the side, and while Flip Top is distracted, the tanker ship gets sucked underwater. But then Katu, I think it is, it's one of the, the boys, I think it's Katu, he abandons Canoe and starts swimming for some reason, and Waterwalk lands beside this ship while it's on its way down, and Mookie and the Canoe are inside it too, and they go down with it. I did like the shot of Waterwalk landing. It, do you know what it reminded me of? It was 1942 or 1948. Do you remember the video game 1940? I think it was 1942. Oh, where you're flying over the, the shooting all the ships and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it was this overhead shot, and you see Waterwalk down, far down below, and he actually gets a little smaller and then lands, and then there's this really neat effect of the air bubble and force field expanding around the ship and yeah they get sucked down and luckily flip top saves katu i think you said it was yeah he's like we'll get your brother back how i got no idea <laughs> <laughs> commercial break you're fucked kid uh, so we come back and uh, flip top is trying to track the sinking ship on radar he's got it for a bit then he loses it and leader one because oh yeah all the other uh, guardians are there now decides that they're going to need some different bait yep it's time for plan b basically so they all fly off and back underwater the sailors are still putting shit together and wookie is watching fish swim by i guess they don't have a job for him and now apparently the renegades need chromium is is that a real thing Oh, yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> so, not only cronium, chromium and vanadium, but also penguins in the South Pole. <laughs> this show knocks it out of the park, man. Knocks it out of the park. Uh, Matt and Nick and AJ are on board a ship full of chromium. They get on board, all wearing their uh, stupid outfits. Matt's outfit is okay. AJ's is passable. Nick's is dumb. Um, and then Katu sneaks on behind them in his own little stevedore outfit. And now we're away, and General Newcastle thinks this is dangerous, but later one says, danger is my business. Like, yeah. Okay. No, it's not. It's protecting the human race, you dumbass. <laughs> so um, the decoy ship of Chromia is all out there. Uh, Matt opens a, a hatch in the hall, and he checks on Turbo and Scooter, who are hiding in the hall. Because yeah. this is part of the plan. And then Nick and AJ go looking for scuba gear. For yeah, they're going to go pick reason. out some scuba gear just yeah. in case. And I guess he's going to find a tank that matches eyes in that ridiculous outfit. It. But either way, they find Katu hiding behind the oxygen tanks, and he's drawn way shorter than Nick and AJ. Is he ever? Yeah, he doesn't. He comes up to like their lower chest. Uh, but he says, hey, look, I had to come. My brother's in the ship. And yeah, that makes sense. But in regards to the story, like you said earlier, he doesn't need to be here. Anyway, no, he doesn't do anything. Because spoiler alert, yeah, they're not going to do anything to save the day. Uh, anyway, Leader One then reminds Flip Top over radio, hey, offer minimal resistance when they show up, and we know they're going to show up. Um, and uh, then they show up. 
Yeah, and this time Psykill wants Waterwalk to destroy Fliptop, that guardian gnat, and, but we don't see any of that. But what we do see is Matt with his arm around Nick while the ship gets dragged underwater. Like, no, really, pause it at 1523. Well, we do see Fliptop uh, get shot down over some forest after the ship is sucked down. Yeah, now but we yeah, do, yeah. Not, <laughs> not during, anyway. And he has to swallow some pride. He's like, God, I don't want to take a dive, but he has to. Uh, so the ship's pulled down to the Renegade Fortress, and then... Leader one and dive dive both take like leader one takes off and dive dive goes underwater on Operation Dredge. And back underwater at this place, Matt sneaks up behind a sailor that's working a crane and he just whispers something to him. And the guy just drops this whole load of what looks like telephone poles onto Crasher. (laughs) (laughs) And she gets pissed off and Crasher stomps at the ship. And with all this chaos going on, Matt uses the distraction to run for. I guess the force field control room. Yeah. I guess all three of them do. Yeah, they make a run for it while Crasher's back is turned and they get inside. But then Cycle comes in when Waterwalk calls to tell him the Guardians are on their way. And speaking of Guardians on their way, Dive Dive is here and he can see the Renegade base, which we were told has a stealth device. So, yeah, here's where the problem comes up is even. OK, let's just say that the stealth device is only radar. You're right. They should have seen it. But even but if yeah, it was that's enti- actually a good point. Yeah. Even if it was entirely cloaked, all they ever had to do was go to the spot where the ship got abducted and go straight, straight down. By <laughs> the way, dive dive is here, and also here are Turbo and Scooter on that ship, and they fly out of the cargo hold. And Psykill's going to show them how he deals with trespassers, and the Renegades blast at them, but only end up blowing a hole in the wall of what Crasher calls the Outer Ring. Yeah, almost like the Large Hadron Collider, where there's just this circular tube for no real reason, uh, that Crasher insists they're now trapped in because Scooter and Turbo drive into it to pretend to escape. Yeah, so Crasher does her spinny convert thing, I call it, like the lazy way they convert her. And do you notice that she's the only one they're doing this now? Turbo did it early on in this series. Crasher, this is the second or third time in a half dozen episodes that she's done this. I really don't like that they're getting lazy with her. Well, and it's not like her conversion is that complicated anyway. I mean, if you had someone like Jeeper Creeper Scratch, where, it, you know, it's actually a bit of thing to it, fine. Oh, Pincher or Scorp, like, yeah, Crasher's one of the easiest. Crasher and Turbo are the easiest. Even Leader One and Scooter are more difficult. Like, I, I don't like that they're always doing this spinny thing. Anyway, she chases them, um, and uh, Turbo kind of, draws her away while Scooter goes to get to the humans and says, hey, get out of here and get back on the ship. Yeah, meanwhile, Turbo uses the same trick on Crasher he used to get past Copter, and she ends up going back out the tunnel and into more telephone poles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so Turbo joins uh, Scooter, and the humans are are, uh, running away. Um, They they blow the force field generator, and then uh, as soon as that happens, oh, they have to run because Psycho's on their ass. Um, But uh, Dive Dive Arise... um, and blows the tunnel that Psykill is chasing Turbo and Scooter through to cause a flood. Yep, and water starts rushing in, and I guess Dive Dive is like Astro Train because there's enough room inside him for Turbo oh, and know. Scooter. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with room to spare. 
And well, he says it's tight quarters, but still. <laughs> still, we've seen them, like, we've seen Nick in there, and Nick had to scooch up to get to the front window. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Guardians and the Navy, they assemble on the surface and uh, radio uh, Psykill and say, ha ha, you're, you're, surrender, you're, we beat you. And Psykill wonders where Waterwalk is, and oh, there he is, and he's being chased by Fliptop, but he just lands, goes inside Starfish, and immediately Thruster takes off from inside. It's, yeah. it's like Homer Simpson starts. <laughs> so uh, Renegades get away again. And then there's a little line at the end where one of the brothers is like, I told you I'd be on a big ship one day because he's on a freighter. And we forgot to mention that earlier in this episode, he said, I'll be on one of those big ships one day. It's another adventure on and under the high seas. So naturally, they astrobeam dive dive into lend a hand. That makes sense, right? Well, kind of. It makes sense that they get him to come help. There's no one better for the job. What doesn't make sense is that they had to astro beam him in because that means after the last time he was here, they sent him back to Gobotron. What the hell kind of cruel and unusual punishment is that? Like, can't you just picture Dive Dive when the Astro Beam reversed and he's back on Gobotron, back to feeling as useless as a wooden frying pan when he was just on a planet three quarters covered in water? That's part six of 2112 caliber shit, man. Put him on the next command center to Earth, you miserable pricks. Send him where he can find purpose and feel useful. He might not always be fighting renegades, but 1985 was the year that they discovered the wreck of the Titanic. Let him help with that. Send Dive Dive and Nick down there to check shit out and leave Nick there. Pair him up with Jacques Cousteau. He was still alive back then. Here we are at the end of another episode of Defend Piss. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is Transfer Point. If you want to see two guys who just don't get the point, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Rush with, and uh, tell all your friends, so everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, Keep on transforming. See you later. Good shooting, leader one.